Did you know who ba- plays bass on that track? I think it's interesting how you <laughs> your coughs hit. Who's <laughs> nice? Uh, I think this guy named Samuel. No, it's Bootsy Collins, baby. We got Bootsy Collins on that track. You know who played the guitar? Yo, Bootsy. Also, Bootsy Collins. Bootsy Collins. Yes. You know who did sense. the vocals? Um, I believe I had something to do with it at least. It was you and Bootsy Collins. Oh, yay! Yay! You just took yourself completely out of this. I didn't have anything to do with that theme song. It's weird that it's clearly you, but for some reason you want to pretend that you're Bootsy Collins. It was fun. Oh, maybe that should be a Halloween costume, Bootsy Collins. (laughs) That would be amazing. With blackface. And then I want to be Tammy. I want to be Trailer Tash, Trash Tammy. But I don't have the hair, so How I don't... How do you do Tammy, though? How do you do either of them? Do you just... Trailer Trash Tammy? No, 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 no. This isn't uh, Thousand Pound Sisters. Oh! This is the Chelsea Lynn uh, Tammy character. Oh! Who wears, like, I, the Reba I, shirts I, and slicks her greasy about. hair back. She's kind of got, like, a mullet thing going Love on. Love her. Lover. I, I thought you were saying like I want to be thousand pound sister Tammy. <laughs> I would like to do that. I guess I could just buy one of those. Like I don't, I don't remember what they're called, but the thing that hangs from a rooster's chin. I could get I don't one know what of that's those. Called either. And um, s- somehow just get some sort of prosthetic mm-hmm. latex to give myself a really big forehead. I can do some makeup effects for you. Put a big lump on there. It would be really fun if you did lazy eyes and a a fat suit and you were Amy, the funny one, and I'm Tammy, the other funny one, but also the mean one. (laughs) So it would be, it would fit tremendously. I just tried to do the cross eye, cross eye. And it really, really hurt. They both, this is my issue with cross-eyed people. I can't. <laughs> Your big issue. You're laying this down right now. I'm taking a stand. I don't know which eyeball is usually the lazy one. Oh come on. No, I don't. They both. It's the look one not up. looking at you. I can't tell which one is looking. <laughs> I think that's because you're looking at the lazy one too much because that's all you're seeing. You're just like meow. They, You're like, I don't know which eye it is. Meanwhile, you didn't look at the other eye at all. That was actually looking I at think you it, in the eye. It takes both eyes looking in one direction for it to work. <laughs> I think when one eye is looking in one direction and one is in the other, it throws off my brain entirely. This is too tight. And I don't mean my pants. Our cross... Uh, it's... 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 Uh, mounted. Are cross-eyed people, do they see like, is it cross-eyed in their vision? By the way, it's I would known assume as, so. It's known as a waddle. When I walk? <laughs> no, 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 no. The rooster neck thing. It's called a waddle. Oh, I've heard that before. <laughs> By the way, welcome to Couple of Critics oh, Podcast. Shit. I'm Michelle. <laughs> I'm Sam. And it's called a waddle. The eye th- situation. The eye situation? What are you talking about, the eye situation? What's that even mean? The wa- Oh, the waddle's the thing on the chin. The That's right. I'm, I still can't get my, I can't get my mind off those eyes. Why are we listening to Jet Throat's All right now? Because it's the song Cross-Eyed Mary. <laughs> <laughs> 
That would be horrible to be cross-eyed and everything's like. But like you said, I assume that you're. I assume you get many headaches. Yeah, I'm starting to get one when I did it. Because you aren't, you don't have. That's why I think both eyes going in one direction is what we're used to seeing. That's what the normal person is used to seeing. The image made up between our two eyes. So the thought process of it being two eyes in two different directions, that means your brain is working extra hard to what? See two different, to like just see in a different way. It's either working extra hard. It's, I don't know. I'm not an eye guy. <laughs> I think your brain gets both things of information and it's got to figure out if it's going to make it one or not. I don't want an eye guy. That's a reference <laughs> to a song from the 90s. It's I don't want a shy guy. <laughs> anyway, I don't know anything about cross-eyed. I won't have mercy, I'm mercy, mercy. So happy I'm not cross-eyed. I just have a gap tooth mouth. Now, those are very straight. You do not have cross-eyed teeth. Cross-eyed teeth. Da, 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 comes chomping in again. It's, thank you. We, thank you. Thank you. We are doing an evening time re- record tonight. And during dinner, I asked Sam, I think this is interesting to bring this up for n- no reason other than my own. Uh, I thought of an album that I thought was flawless. And then I asked Sam, hey, can you think of an album that you consider flawless and you literally took a scroll out of your back pocket (laughs) and unraveled the thing and had such a long list of albums that you can just think of off the top of your head that you consider flawless just perfect albums and that is surprising to me because for me it was just like i this one album this is like a special thing to think and that I forgot this what album that was. Can you remind me? Core by Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, yeah, that's their right. first album. That's right. You don't find any Fiona Al- Fiona Apple album perfect from front to back? Uh, I don't know if I would call it perfect. I guess that's not the perfection isn't my connection to it. Hmm. But I've never thought of it in a way in that way, I guess. I think of it as like I love this so much. Uh-huh. I think it's great. Yeah. But I guess I've never thought of it as flawless because I know that her voice isn't necessarily always the greatest. Oh, well, that doesn't mean anything to me. I'm saying like in my idea flawless means Every song that comes on is great. I go, oh, fuck yeah. Well, I would probably be like that to every Fiona Apple album. But as far as that makes your list. (laughs) But I, yeah, I don't know. Flawless. I don't know if I would consider that. In like, so in my mind, certain flaws make it flawless. Like, I love it. Like, oh, when his voice goes, I'm like, yeah, that part fucking rules. (laughs) Like, old misfits, the fact that it's recorded poorly, it makes it perfect. I would, I, I just need to think about it more because yeah. I was so excited that I you thought that I, I really more. do. I need to think. I was so ex- happy that I was able to think I have this one album that I know that from my perspective is just great front to back. Is but, that the one that has bam, 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 No. What's on that album? I don't remember. Core is, we recently listened to it, and I don't want to tell tales out of school, so I would like to make sure that it is... um, You don't want an incorrect listing, is that what you're saying to me? That is correct. So, the songs that are on this album, Dead and Bloated. Oh, 
Okay, you hear that way differently than I do because that did not sound like what I'm used to. I am smelling like a rose that somebody gave me on my birthday deathbed. Sex type thing. I don't know what I mean. I know that name, but I don't know what song that is. No, you gotta do the guitar riff with your mouth. Wicked Garden. In your wicked garden. I think of him doing his little dance. And we also have Plush, which is their big, 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 big song. Is that the one with the video of the guy with the big nose? It's the guy with the big nose. I think there's a guy with the big I don't remember. But for me, this also has a song called Cracker Man. Is it pronounced Crackerman? No, I would say it's Cracker Man. I've always enjoyed this song very much. Did we do this album? No. Podcast-wise? No, we did Purple. We did not do this album. I've thought about giving it to you. That's one of the few albums that I've been fearless about ever playing around you, though. Well, that album's strong. Like, that's still in my taste. I remember when that fucking It's 1992, so it's the perfect time frame. It's early grunge. But what? I remember when those uh, videos came out. It was like one of the videos we would watch. We would watch the Alice in Chains video for like Them Bones. When it ever came on, we'd be like, oh shit, Them Bones is on. Them Bones. And like uh, Stone Temple Pilots videos, Green Day videos, all those lumped into like, oh yeah, we're sitting down to watch this shit. And before that, it was Michael Jackson videos. <laughs> Aww. But is this, is this like you and Bob is what yeah, you're thinking? Oh, yeah. So Bob was uh, an STP fan? Oh yeah, Bob was like a, an alternative fan he was into like stone table pilots uh live he liked live a lot mm-hmm. uh he was into Soundgarden. i think he was into pearl jam but he was definitely uh, into pearl jam Pam was really into pearl jam that's who i remember pearl jam pearl jam and nine inch nails was pam's thing well i remember recently on christmas so hopefully i, re- I remember robert brought up stone temple pilots and he started playing a stone temple pilot song and i was just like whoa this is crazy that's so now you know how i feel when he brought up uh i come blood by cannibal corpse no that was <laughs> that was definitely a bigger moment <laughs> because not what only did you just say? yeah not in a way of how dare you say that but you know that song <laughs> uh, i was also just shocked to hear him say that because that was at christmas when he was 16 years old uh, sitting around the table with everyone not everyone was listening but this is how he introduces that song on stage. This is a song about shooting blood out of your cock. <laughs> I come blood. <laughs> so like I said, welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. We are a review podcast. Sam and I often have differing tastes. And Absolutely. We, like to we have similar tastes as well. We do have overlap, but for the most part, we lean on opposite sides of uh, the music spectrum. And with and, and movie spectrum as well. And uh, I would say attention Autism span spectrum. <laughs> spectrum for sure. You're definitely more zoned in. I'm more zoned out. 
Athletic spectrum. Ah. Yeah, I'm lazy and fat as fuck. All right. Uh, let's let's bring it all up. Let's see. You have You're better a better math than me. You're I way better don't. at math than me. Uh, and your dick's way bigger than mine. One. Oh, it's interesting that in the beginning you were meaner, and I've uh, taken that over entirely. I think it's just been in my blood. What me? What do you mean meaner? Meaner wiener. I think that your <laughs> sense of humor was maybe meaner. And it turns out I really love mean sense of humor and I've gone oh, like way further than you. That's because you actively listen to mean comics. Like really mean comics. I, I listen to Pardo who can be, but he's more like jabs. Your guys will straight look at somebody and be like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and they mean it. <laughs> but they're also joking. They are, but they also mean it. <laughs> yeah, but I like the stuff that you listen to as well. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, so we have differing but sometimes similar interests. The whole idea of the podcast is that we share things with each other. We listen, we watch, we review, and um, and you get to listen as well. We at least are provided with some sort of an idea of what we're dealing with. It's very easy to just kind of write things off. Or assume that it sounds like something else. Or just be like, I don't like the name. I'm definitely not going to like it. We all have our reasons that we kind of write things off. And we don't give them a chance. So, if anything, at pure minimum, we are listening and checking something out before we actually make a decision on it. And we're getting to understand each other that much more. Just a tiny bit. Just a tiny bit. Just a teeny little bit. So, let's say we get this started. Please. I. I am in charge this week, and I have, uh, by the way, uh, I was sick last week, did not give the album that we're doing, so uh, <laughs> this was not something oh, that you yeah. were able to prepare <laughs> for, because Sorry. not only <laughs> did we forget, as soon as we were done recording, I was like, oh, Sam, I didn't give the album, and it's like, oh, well, we'll, we'll you know, fix, fix it later, and it didn't end up happening. Yeah, I should have uh, known we weren't going to fix that later. <laughs> <laughs> so merely because we forgot. So we are listening to the debut album by the Commodores, even though it says Commodores. Commodores. Uh, Machine Gun. And I'm ready to get this uh, going with the title track, Machine Gun. Here we go. I'll oh. fade it in because I had it turned down from before. So I do have just a little bit of information. Lay on it on me, Mama. <laughs> I really don't like being called Mama. Okay, Mommy. Do you think it's weird that uh, some women call like their partner like... Ooh, daddy. Fuck me, daddy. Yeah. Don't like it. Don't like it. Of course I think it's weird. It's horrible. Don't like it. And I don't like that it gives me a boner. So, <laughs> ugh, I hate everything about this. So this is an instrumental track. Uh, it looks like the, it, the main songwriter who is the main founder of the band was Milan Williams. Okay. Yeah, I don't know anything about Commodores besides some Lionel Richie. That's it. Yeah, Lionel Richie is the main thing that I know as well. Uh, I know that there was some songwriting from everyone um, as far as band members that we have. At this time, we have William King doing trumpet and percussion. Okay. 
Walter Orange, drums, vocals, and percussion, which I would consider drums percussion, so that's interesting to separate them. Well, percussion's like the extra stuff, like maracas and bongos and stuff. Okay, Ronald Lepreed, bass player. Ronald Lepreed? Lepreed. Ronald? That Ronald himself? Sure. We have Thomas McClary doing vocals and guitars. Okay. We have Milan Williams himself, keyboards and guitars. Okay. He doesn't sing? It doesn't say he does, okay. but he's a main songwriter. And then we have Lionel Richie, vocals, saxophones, and keyboards. I didn't know Lionel Richie played a saxophone. Yeah. I figured he played a keyboard and like a guitar. Because, you know, like when you're a songwriter, that seems to be your main instruments. But Usually something that you're able to keep your mouth free so you can sing and play that instrument as well. Lionel Richie is front and center. Yeah, I, I, I was wondering if he was like the... But he's not the main guy. I know he's not like the guy who ran the band. Well, at least that's what you're telling me. Uh, I learned it from you <laughs> Just mere <now>. seconds ago. <laughs> but I did imagine him being like the face of the band. The gigantic lion-like <laughs> face of the band. The big head. He does have a big fucking head. But I like Lionel Richie. I like his uh, Lionel Richie songs that I like. There's also some Lionel Richie that I don't like. But that song right there is Jamarino, baby. If he was a football player, if that song was a football player, oh, no. his name would be oh, no. Jam Marino. Uh, I hate everything about it. So, but, uh, can I talk about the song real quick? If you want to, I was going to say that it was Barry Gordy who oh. said that he heard the clavinet and he thought the clavinet sounded like a machine gun. So he was, he actually named the song <laughs> Machine <laughs> Gun. Well, I was going to bring up the clavinet. I love the sound of a clavinet. That's like, I do too. The Bernie Worrell, Bernie Worrell, I can't say his name, Bernie Worrell sound, which is like transgresses through Parliament and Funkadelic and even into like. Gangster rap, early gangster rap with like old Snoop Dogg and stuff like that, which is just, it just, it just feels good in your soul. I, and that's I like, like part it. of my, fi- and it's got like a harpsichord thing going on in this one, where it's like, it's got like a chicken scratch sound to it, but it jams. I've that's a good beginning to a fucking album. I agree. I've known this song for a long time, just from uh, listening to radio stations on apps. And uh, this is a song that would come up. So this is a, usually you know the Commodores from Brick House. Yeah. Uh, easy, easy like some. Oh, that's not just Lionel Richie. No, that's the Commodores. Okay. I think that's when Lionel's starting to take over songwriting. <laughs> but I personally know more Commodore songs and have from just songs being kind of filtered through. Uh, playlists and radio stations mm-hmm. on apps. So that's the benefit of. Uh, doing that radio thing that I never do is being exposed to new things. And so this is a song I've known and loved for a long time. Uh, Let's move along to the next song that will give us things to talk about. Young girls are my weakness. So I do want to state who wrote this song, Lionel. No, (laughs) absolutely not. It was William King, the percussionist and Ronald Uh, Lapreed. Bad Ronald himself. Yes. (laughs) Girls are my weakness. And it sucks because the song is so groovy. They they could have put something else in here. They could have just been like, I just like the sweetness. Open a fire hydrant. Oh, yeah, I like that. I like girls with the sweetness. Much like like sweet peas. They're baby peas. 
a lot of times people like veal it's a baby baby back ribs Are it's literally baby. a baby pig no it's not <laughs> <laughs> as we both found out at dinner at Chili's yesterday. Yes, because last night we I had the baby at restaurants back. way too fucking ribs. Much, by the way. <laughs> yes and no. Yes. For, for our amount of money we earned, yes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I also had a gift card, so it helped a little bit. But it just shaved a but little like, bit off. Friday night, we spent way too much at a comedy club. I did. You didn't. I thought I was chipping in. Well, I, I, I didn't think so. Some money from me. Um. And then Saturday night we went to Chili's, and then tonight we had dinner, or midday lunch slash dinner. I would consider it dinner. Gotcha. Just an earlier dinner. Oh, this song is so groovy. Like I said, I don't love young girls are my weakness. I've said, I think I've said on the podcast, or I've just said it to you outside of the podcast. I can't remember that I've thought of doing a playlist episode yeah. of songs based on. Just nasty adult men talking about how they love underage girls because yuck. But it would just there's uh, just a very big portion of songs so out there about that topic. There are unfortunately very many. It wouldn't be hard to fill up an episode. No, we might have to do three parts. But I don't. I honestly don't want to deal with that subject matter. I th- <laughs> I think there are a lot of things that I'm willing to say that are. Just talking about like controversy or whatever, even though you attack me and act like I'm a monster just because I say things. Uh, I twist it to have fun and accuse you of being the one who believes that. Everyone <laughs> who listens to this podcast already believes that I'm a monster. So <laughs> No bully, that's the word. <laughs> tomato, tomato. I am the thing under your bed that makes you scared. Uh, that song rules. Minus the lyrical content. Minus the lyrical content, but the lyrical rhythms even fucking rule. The melody is fantastic, uh-huh. uh, but I I I had to thumbs it down because I hate. <laughs> I wouldn't. It's. I a, still listen to like seventeen by fucking Rick James. I like that, but seventeen is also typically past the age of consent. So seventeen is gross, well, how but it's also are you right there of when they're singing. Like fourteen, oh, fifteen. Jesus. <laughs> you got yeah. your own hang up girl No I don't That's what people this age were doing People would marry off their well, daughters When they were clearly fertile When they would like start their period It's okay your body not, is saying that you're ready to seventies. 70s uh, People were still doing stuff like that Not Lionel Richie Or Bad Ronald I forgot the guy's last name Damn it None of it matters Let's move along to the oh, next song Oh no I wanted to song. say something real quick Why The because the drums have a great tone. And it might be on this next song, too. It's got, like, that classic snare sound where it's just, like, it just feels good. It feels velvety. It doesn't feel, like, aggressive. It's just, like, in the pocket. Like a velvet Elvis. Like a velvet Elvis. A velvis. <sighs> the next song, I Feel Sanctified. I personally think that this is a great song title. And this song rules. Because I love music like this. It's so... It's so interesting that you can look at the episode and see and just know who is giving the music. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it is, I mean, not always, but usually 
It's very obviously one way or another. And this is clearly so close to so many other things that I'm into. Of course I like this. This sort of music just makes me want to move. It gives me energy. It gives me life. If I'm feeling down, funky music from the 70s is usually going to put some pep in my step. And I don't know that I ever actually said the year that this came out. I don't think that I did. Um, this was released July 22nd, 1974. So this was summertime, 1974, when this came out. Summertime and the Commodores are easy. Uh, like I said, it's still carrying on with that drum tone. Listen to the snare. It's got like this, instead of like a ping. You can also really hear that uh, bass. You hear the bass, guitar, and the hi-hat is real real prominent and you hear a lot of that's what I, I wish current rap artists and stuff you can program the beat everything but please just for the hi-hats get a guy in the studio just to play exactly what you already programmed but really just play it because when hi-hats are good and they're like in a beat and they sound like this they're supremely like they're just the best. They're like butter coming up. But when it's a fucking program thing, it just hurts. So I wish things sound like this. This song was written by the entire band, so this was a a full collaborative effort on this song. I think Bad Ronald came in with the bass group first, and he was like, "Hey guys, this one's called I Fuck Babies. You guys want to do this song?" And then they were like, "How about we call it I Feel Sanctified instead?" And Bad Ronald Jensen, whatever his name was, was like, all right. I guess I at least get my one young girl song. It's Ronald Lepreed. <laughs> and <laughs> I really, I, this is why I don't want to do one of those episodes. And I feel like because of that one song, it's definitely becoming one of those episodes because you're a bad little Sam and you won't <laughs> let it go. Uh I told you, I'm the one who didn't... I thumbs this song down because of the subject matter. And you just can't stop talking about poor children and their poor little genitalia. That's because I can joke about anything. Because it's care. never happened to you, so it's easy to laugh about I joke about, about my stuff. dead father. It happened to me. It barely happened to you. It really happened to me. You were five. You didn't have enough of a relationship exactly. with him to, for even it to more. really... No, I think it's the opposite. I think it impacted your brother, no. who was 13, it impacted just a him bit more. Outwardly, but it impacted me in that I'm cold as ice and willing to sacrifice thinking about other people. <laughs> I would, I beg to differ. That's why your brother feels things. Well, yeah, your brother feels things and you don't. Exactly. And because of the same thing. <laughs> I don't think that's the only thing. And I feel sanctified. I think it's also because you were raised the way that you were. I was the young. I was the I was the baby. I got away with stuff. You were spoiled fucking <laughs> rotten because your dad died. Not rotten, but close. Have you seen your mouth rotten? Yeah, I saw it when my mom paid to have it fixed and then I ruined it. That's awful. What? 
that I did that? sound. Well, most things. So this song was covered by Wild Cherry. I do want, I haven't listened to this. Uh, I would like to hear the Wild Cherry version. If you're unfamiliar with Wild Cherry, they did play that funky music. I was going to guess. I was like, don't they do play that funky music, white boy? So it makes sense to me that Wild Cherry would do this because this is their style of music. Sound like they were putting play like fucking play, music yeah. in there for a second. Same album. It sounds so much like that. Oh my god, they just married the two songs. Like a bunch of ketchup bottles. They did. They truly just married. What the fuck is happening? I feel I'm in a different dimension. So I stand up bang. Then everything around me Got to start to feeling so low <laughs> Wow What if yeah. every song on this album is just the basis of that? <laughs> I think I have this album I think I have this record and I've never listened to it but This song is good so it works Wild Cherry, it oh, yeah. works How about it? Oh yeah, that bass it's strong. Oh, I'm into it. Do you think Wild Cherry's story is real and play that funky music where he's like, I used to play rock and roll and then I played funk. Like, can you find old Wild Cherry that sounds like like deep purple? And then suddenly they're like, no, we play the funk. It might be worth looking into, yeah. but it's I don't a good know. idea. We're going to listen to the first Wild Cherry album. We'll check. <laughs> It'll be the, uh, I don't know. I wish there was a name for baby cherries that was really weird and uncomfortable. Mm. Like veal. Veal makes me uncomfortable. I don't like that word. Well, I mean, baby cherries is, I think it's uncomfortable enough. Baby cherry? Makes me think of a kid with one of those, you know, those um, old hair things that girls used to wear and it would have like the balls on the yeah, ends. Yeah, I do. And then they would, they'd be like wrapped around each other and it looked yeah. like almost like a little ball bow. Yeah, I, have, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's, that's what I think. A little baby cherry is a little girl who <laughs> has those things in her hair that look like little cherries. Uh, let's move oh, along yeah. to the next song. I assume it's about cocaine. It's called The Bump. <laughs> I'm sure it's about uh, dancing, but. Do the bump. There's that funky-ass clavinet again. Yes, the clavinet. Clavinet. We're, not, we're getting fancy. I don't know if it's called a clavinet, is it? I've always heard clavinet. Maybe it's from where you're from. Boom, boom, boom. Like, I felt like I had heard this song before. No, it fooled me again. Right at the beginning, I always think it's a different song. And I can't do it again until the beginning of the song starts. I'll go ahead and say, as far as this album goes, this is not an album that I listened to. It, it was a situation of, I've listened to songs by this artist, never listened to a full album. I like this song. Uh, it, oh, it happens to be their debut. Let's just check it out. So I gave this to you without actually previewing this. Other than just kind of scanning through some songs. Uh, I'm pretty happy with this album. This album is very up my alley. Like I said, it has good energy. It's it's easy to work to. Uh, I'm, I'm on board for this album. I agree. Uh, and it feels like 
I feel like the Commodores later get a little bit more like add some ballads in. I feel like this since this is their first album, they're like it's higher higher energy. Like, it's higher energy, and they're like, no, we came from the gutters. We play funk, motherfucker. And then they got a little bit of success, and then they were like, Lionel Richie's like, hey boys, let me croon for a second. And then in the future, I'll do a video that features a blind woman recreating my face from play. It's just Lionel. No one else. No, no, no one in the band would have signed off on that. <laughs> and then later, I will figure out how to dance upon the ceiling. Ooh, lucky us. We got to watch Lionel grow into a man. Yes, we did. <laughs> you and I got to watch Lionel grow as a man. The guy who's like 30 years older than and us. And the guy who started as an adult already. <laughs> the guy who could be our grandpa. Uh, uh, definitely my, easily my older dad. I would be okay with him being my grandpa. What if Lionel Richie's my dad? How do you feel that I just grabbed your wrist in the podcast for the first time ever? And I'm still holding on to it. I think it makes me uncomfortable because you don't usually touch me. Okay, is the hand clammy? A little bit. <laughs> it felt clammy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It left a little bit of a... These little moistness. dry offs. Yeah, I had to blow it dry. Uh, I'm on board for this song. I'm on board too. for every song so far, except for the the content of song two. Right. But the music is, it's all relative to itself. It's all just one sound, one vibe, really. I don't think every song sounds exactly the same. No, But I think no. that it is clearly the, I mean, you would be able to identify it. Absolutely. And there's certain songs on this album that popped out more than others. Mm-hmm. I would say that this one, while it's fun, it's not one that I like. I think of when I think of this album. I agree. But when it when it's on, you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> and then you go in the bathroom and you're like, the bump. Oh, man, the fact that people did that off of toilet seats <laughs> on the back of toilet seats, the back of a toilet. They probably put something down, right? I would hope so, but I, I assume so. they, I, I assume they used it because it was a flat surface. And it was like, but people are just constantly flushing a toilet and all those poop particles and everything. So not only are you putting cocaine and whatever that's made with like gasoline and shit up your nose, you're also <laughs> shoving and sucking poo particles like a Hoover up into your sinuses, Man, and it's disgusting. Sounds like a good Saturday night, yeah, dude. If I could get some super clean Coke, then it would be different. Does but that even exist anymore? That's what I'm saying. I don't think it does. Everything is just nasty. D- it's all it, gross. Does it at the very top of the ladder? Yes. Even though it's made with what it is, I think I, there's a dirtiness to it no matter what. Oh, that's true. The way it's made is fucking horrific. But. but there's a difference because it's cut so much as it goes down the line with other things right. that it just becomes so yeah. much nastier. Eventually it becomes so much baby laxative that you fucking take a line and then you're like, I've, there's been a few times I've done some baby laxatives, some, some ski powder and uh, I've been just like. Farted my brains out after I've been like, God damn it, this goddamn baby laxative. I am such a gassy person. I don't think I'd ever notice. (laughs) I truly don't. Because I just have to lay down and all of a sudden I'm belching like a monster. Mm. Uh, Well, you got the GERD. I do have the GERD. I'm a girl with the GERD. (laughs) 
<laughs> I've got we've got girl with the girl tattoo. <laughs> one more song that we're going to listen to before we get a break. This is another instrumental. This one is fun, rapid fire. Look out! Clavinet, fucking there it goes. I said clavinet that time. This is a three minute and one second song. This is just a no lyrics, just music. Three solid minutes. That's all you need. Yeah. Solid, like... Uh, right there. It's a very Parliament sound. It's a very Bernie sound that they're going for. And I'm sure they would have told you that at the time. But just that clavinet in the background just looks like the guy... You know the Muppet band like that has like Dr. Teeth in it? Stuff? Yes. I think it's Dr. Teeth in something anyway. And the medicine woman. Just one woman. It just looks like the guy would be bobbing up and down like Dr. John as well. Just like, just like, the guy with that has like closed eyes and long blonde hair that's really thin. Just like, oh, the the Muppet? Yeah. I, what's that? I think that's the bass player. I don't remember, but hopefully that painted a picture for someone. Or like the Star Wars band. <laughs> I understand how this sound, though, could also be annoying to people. Uh, without having, I think it might be more annoying without having lyrics on top of it. Like, because you might not notice that. Like, I think it's, it is a little more grating being at the forefront. So I'm glad it's not being overused. I lost sound in one of my ears. There it goes. Fix the problem. It came back. All right, I can hear. Hence I why can... I want an extender. Even more than one, even though it's already on an extender. I, I get it. It can be like... Like, kind of... I don't think that's, that stuff like this was made with he with headphones in mind. Oh, This is I room... Agree. I think this is like put on a record in a room and it be not necessarily something that you're not paying attention to but I think it works as just having it on almost like a party yes, record just like in the background while you're having fun so, I guess when I said I disagree I was thinking more of records in general because part of my image when people listen to records back in the 60s and 70s is them sitting in front of the record player because they don't have a phone or anything to distract them with headphones on, with the fucking like lyrics in their hands. Because their parents didn't want to hear the music. Yeah, that that, and you're just immersing yourself. I mean, where are you gonna go? Watch Walter Cronkite? I just assumed that my thought process was just more open room. But but I agree with that too. I mean, sort of. This situation. is a time also when people are like, check out my hi-fi system. Check out my nice subwoofer. Here, like, hit this. <laughs> Put this little piece of paper in your mouth. Watch it disappear. Wow, 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 wow. Mm, We are going to take a break. Ooh, break a cuda. And we are going to take a break with a song also by the Commodores. It's not on this album, but there are multiple songs that I know the Commodores for, like I said. And this is one of them. The song is very fun and groovy. It's a song that we're going to go out to break on. Yeah, so, by the band Commodores. They are a band. Not the Commodores. But I can call them whatever I want. Lionel Richie, strong jawline. We'll be back. 
Hey there, Melody Makers. Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast presents... Guess That Melody! It's the game where each person has to guess the melody of a song they've never heard before, just by reading the lyrics. We've each chosen a song that the other doesn't know and have given them only the lyrics so each person can take a blind stab at the melody of the chorus of their song. Is Sam a regular songbird with a natural talent and eye for musical arrangements? Is Michelle going to stomp that ginger bird into the dirt? Listen on and see who can... Guess that melody! Oh, hail Travis in the prayer. <laughs> yes, everyone. Everyone come together, mechanical men and labia-laying ladies, to pray <laughs> to the man himself, Travis. I came all the way back just to do guess that melody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he didn't stay. He's just no. wearing the same shirt by chance. He's not welcome. <laughs> I'm wearing the same it's shirt. It's my favorite no effects shirt. I don't have a Blink-182 shirt, so I wear it all the time. I only wear this Dr. Phil shirt. I, so. If I had it, I would, too, so I don't believe, <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> This is the shirt I wore when the paramedics were in the house looking at me. You should bury that shirt someday. I'm laying on the floor with you're a like, Dr. Phil you're shirt. You're laying on the floor with slobber all over the puke all over the place. Like, your body's 70% water. Daddy's thirsty. You're wearing a shirt about water. And then and I go to the hospital for severe dehydration. Good stuff. I love irony. All right, we're back. It's another round. Sam loves Let's ironing. I don't love ironing. Don't you let people think that that's the case. <laughs> Take it I, I can see back. It. I hope you have high uh, iron levels in your blood. Uh, iron man is what I used to say. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. All right. I'm ready to beat your ass into the ground this time. Well, you probably have lyrics already, so you should probably look. I just sent them. Whoa, boy. <laughs> is it a lie? <laughs> Tarzan is handsome. Tarzan is strong. He's really cute and his hair is long. <laughs> Tarzan is handsome. Tarzan is strong. So listen to the jungle song. Oe, 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 yay. I am Tarzan from Jungle. You can be my friend. Oe, 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 yay. I am Jane and I love to ride an elephant. <laughs> Oh, this is the best song so far. <laughs> I want to hear you try and figure this one out. Right. One, two, one, two, three. Tarzan is handsome. Tarzan is strong. Hey. He's really cute and his hair is long. Whoa. Tarzan is handsome. Tarzan is strong. Hey. So listen to the jungle song. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tarzan from the jungle, you can be my friend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, ah. I am Jane, and I love to ride an elephant. How was that? It was beautiful. It's Thank a, you. It should be a song if it isn't. <laughs> Got real jungle vibes, so <laughs> I went with jungle. Yeah, that was it wasn't smart. accurate, but it was beautiful. It was well, fun. It was smart, <laughs> even it was, if it's not correct. It was Tarzan and Jane by Toy Box. Toy Box? <laughs> <laughs> this has been on my list of potential like albums to give you guys for a while now. I am Tarzan from Jungle. You can be my friend. Post close. This is barely music. I am Jane and I love to ride an elephant. 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm scared as hell. What is coming? I'm scared my... as hell. <laughs> Ooh, child. Don't play a crystal flute with your pussy. Is that what she did? No, she twerked. <laughs> with her pussy. <laughs> oh, then what was people problem? <laughs> uh, they... oh, wait, now I know why they're mad, because she didn't play it with her pussy. It was because uh, he owned slaves, and she was like, fuck you, I'm going to play this slave-owning crystal <laughs> flute. And they're like, how dare you? He was an important man. And she's like, my pussy flaps when they shake when I twerk are more important than that piece of shit. <laughs> None of this happened at now all. Now watch him play the flute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck you. You're a fucking wanker. We're going to punch you right in the balls. <laughs> fuck you with a fucking anchor. You're all cunts, so fuck you all. All right. <clears throat> I I am getting like flogging Molly sort of vibes. So let's see. <laughs> you get the mood. Ah, oh, fuck you! You're a fucking wanker. We're gonna cut you right. We're gonna cut you. We're gonna punch you. <laughs> Start over. Fuck you! You're a fucking wanker. We're gonna punch you right in the balls. Fuck you with the funky anchor. You're all cut, so fuck you all. <laughs> Fuck you, you're a fucking wanker. <laughs> All right. How All right. off am I? We'll find out. Oh, it's Fucked with an Anchor by Ailstorm. Oh, God damn it. Fuck you, you're a fucking wanker. We're gonna punch you right in the ball. You were kind of... I, oh, I would say you're right there. I think I had the right idea, but I think the melody was off. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, not, not, not you bad. even got the part right where you keep yeah, going doing it again. <laughs> I think you were really close on that one because, like, that's right next to Flogging Molly. Like, it even sounds a yeah. it has that, uh, that like Irishy mm-hmm. tone to it still. I never noticed how much pirate music sounded Irish until just now. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's Michelle won that round. God Yay. damn it, I was to win this. Oh, God, dude. please tell me I don't win a hit off of your nicotine vape. <laughs> <laughs> you win only if you want one. Uh, Turned around, Travis. <laughs> I don't need to win anything. Wait, my other pocket, you win another prayer <laughs> This one's blank. I ran uh, out of stickers. It's weird that we're referencing something that happened a while Several ago. Several weeks ago. Yeah, it's weird. Or probably last week, if we're being honest. Probably last week. <laughs> I'm just putting them all out at once on one episode. <laughs> just back to back. All right, well, that's God it. damn it. Congratulations, Michelle. Hey, thanks. I'm killing it for Sam one. Salty. You always say you're never going to win these, and now that's two in a row. Because I usually don't. With a judge that can actually make <laughs> the call. impartial judge. Yeah. All right. He's, it, right. he's one of the uh, unknown members of the Juds. The Judge <laughs> Juds? Judd Reinhold? No, the Juds. Cle- like, Cletus T. Like, have mercy Winona. on me. You treat me so bad. <laughs> I'm in misery. <laughs> Didn't we do a Judd's album? We did. I made you do the <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. We're done. So, We're done. Uh, what a fun roundup. Yes. Guess, Guess that, that melody. Another Commodore song that is great. I did it, those Commodores. Did the song, yeah. Cause the song fucking rules. 
and babe, another situation where I found so many good songs by, I, I would have been someone who would have personally written off the Commodores as well. Would have been like, easy? That That's the best you have? No, the, but absolutely not. What about the other one? Brick House. Brick House, I did, but I knew about Easy more. You knew about Easy? I didn't know Brick House was them at first. There you go. Keeps falling down there and gets under that wheel. It's getting scary. Anyway. <sighs> Sorry. Rock me cable Wire like a stuff. chair wheel. Walk me. Rock me Rock cable me like a chair wheel. Rock me cable, anyone. What are you doing? Hey, cable rock me. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I fucking hate that song. I, <laughs> I hate your version of it, too. I know. Welcome back to the podcast. We are listening to the album Machine Gun by... And I'm Sam. Commodores. <laughs> and uh, let's get right on back into this album with the song The Assembly Line. So this song I noticed... And I do have a couple of examples okay. of songs that have sampled this. Uh, the list of artists that have sampled this song is very long. I will show you right here. Songs that sample assembly line. That's a lot. Man, and if I had better eyes, I would have been able to see maybe one of those. I just saw a lot of... Well, I didn't want you to necessarily read too much because I do have a couple of okay. examples after this. I think I need to go to the eye doctor. Do, 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 I think do, it's getting worse. Do, probably. Things close up aren't as clear as they used to be. You liked me in glasses, though. Yes. I like you most of the time, to be honest. I like you in most <laughs> ways. That's why I married you. I'm a pretty big fan of you. Even though people think I bully you, I do it out of fun. I do it oh, to give us good something to do on the podcast. Just something to talk about and play with. Oh, this song. Yeah, this is an awesome so song. Uh, it worried me because I don't know why I've got this notion in my head that Commodores become like a ballad band. And it just like kind of gets lame. So, I don't know. I, I think they definitely have a bad rap. Yeah. So when it comes in at the beginning on this, and it was soft, when I first heard this album, I was like, oh, here we go. Here's the fucking stinker. And then it totally didn't happen. And this guy's voice is soulful right there. I know. Is that Lionel? I don't know. You were talking over it. I don't know if I can point out Lionel Richie's voice in his band. There are a couple times where I think I can. Really? It's just the, the music just makes me want to fucking move. Yeah, it's doing that. Uh, it's doing that uh, kick drum trick that they do. And like, I was talking about it with uh, the Bob Marley song that uh, Rachel had. Okay. Where they just hit you like with that bass drum beat. constantly and gives you, yep, put you on that. It also does what George Clinton always used to say, put you on the one. That's true. Listen. It's so good. And then he's still putting the So you're still getting like the backing of the snare and feeling the groove, but it's literally just demanding that you like. This song <laughs> sounds like ending credits of a movie to me. 
<laughs> this sounds this part of it or earlier too. All of it. Really? I agree with this part. I don't know any movie that way. I think I'm I'm watching end credits to a movie right now. <laughs> But I haven't stopped it because I'm enjoying the song. This part uh, From the moment. reminds me of Genesis for a second there. Man, when there's From almost the never, ever, ever a time when people start talking during a song oh. where it makes the song better. <laughs> I thought you were going to say nobody does it now, but you were just saying throughout history. No. Like when anybody goes, now, it's baby, a- you and me. It's funny, it's funny sometimes, but I would say I would say that's one of the very few instances actually when you're like, no, baby. But there's still kind of like a sing-songiness to it when they're saying it. It's like a say singing when it's just like, hey, or like Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. She's like. Because there's the whole part where, like, the guy is giving her a heart. She's like... That was Oops, I did it again? Yeah. I thought the old lady dropped it into the ocean in the end. It's so fucking stupid. Was that in the actual song? Or just the music video? I think it was just in the music video, but you can also hear that version Mm. in the world. And it's unenjoyable. I love that they're... uh... Steven Tyler likes to do that. There are a lot of people who make songs that are enjoyable... Who have parts in their songs that aren't always so enjoyable, if you ask old Michelle here. Well, that part was enjoyable where they let the drummer. And I talked just, over it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Should have yeah. flipped me off. That's the shut yeah, the fuck up part. You were in the middle of something. I mean, I don't know where it was, but you were in the middle of something. <laughs> oh, man. I guess we're not really having conversations with each other as much as we're just having conversations for these people. So we don't have to absorb anything. Oh, I heard exactly what you were saying. I'm just You absorb nothing anyway. And I don't think I really I do either. I absorb all sorts of stuff, like how to fix your swing plane and like what a feeble grind is. I absorb sickness and <laughs> germs and uh, bitterness. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, I'm a gem. Let's listen to a couple of samples of the song okay. the assembly line because that song was so enjoyable i thought it would be worth just uh checking this out so we have a song that i've never heard before but i'm curious by two hyped brothers and a dog okay i definitely want to hear this two hyped brothers and a dog called doo brown yes <laughs> Definitely hear it. <laughs> this song's called Doo Doo Brown. I mean, so far, it does. It is shit. Stop. Everybody on the floor just pause. Somebody in the middle just move. Get you on spoke too soon. Doo Doo Brown. You just found a new song that you love. Doo-doo Brown. <laughs> I did. I'm super into this and nothing is happening and it doesn't matter. Where's the sample from the song we just heard? Don't drink Pepsi, always Coke. You got the got right, right. One, baby. That's right. <laughs> it's so bad, but amazing at the same time. This is the other famous podcast is good for her. 
Oh, and then the next song that also apparently goes ahead and samples this is a song you're much. That song didn't sample it. I didn't hear it at all. It did in there somewhere, but <laughs> I don't know what's going on. That's just what it said on the on the website. It also said this. Sampled it, but I can't place any of this in my head. Seeing this and hearing that song before. Honestly, Doodoo Brown took over so much. I don't remember what the song from Commodore sounded like. I kind of agree. So it doesn't even matter. I'll go ahead and take Informer down, even though. You know, said Adam is no me, I go blame. I lick it, bum bum down. Text the menace, said Adam is no me, stab someone down the lane. I lick it, bum bum down. Informer. You know, said Adam is no me, I go blame. I lick it, bum bum down. Text the menace, said Adam is no me, stab someone down the lane. I lick it, bum bum down. All right, let's get back into this album. With the song called The Zoo, The Human Zoo. Yeah. Blank, 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 blank. We are going I to... I love the beginning of this song. It's just so strange. Yeah, it's like crawling up padded walls. It's fun. Yeah, it's creepy. It's almost like a demented candy factory run by some demented guy named Billy Tonka. Ooh, of the trucks? Yes. That's what's demented about it. He makes candy from trucks. Uh-oh. Yeah. I don't know what he doesn't make trucks doing. from candy because that would be way better. No, you never mm. thought of that. No one wants truck flavored candy. That's Willy Wonka's thing. He makes. I think there might be some kids in there too. Oh, there's a lot of kids in that candy. <laughs> Augustus, save some room for later. So I think this song has a kind of a funny title, but this is a song that didn't. S- this didn't hit me at all. At all? No. This song just. This song just is. A, I mean, do you not like it, or you just didn't? Didn't hit you. It didn't hit me at all, and it's it's something that I definitely wouldn't pay attention to if I were playing this album. This is just I, a. This is a heavy fade into the background song. I agree. It sounds like war. It sounds like they're being trying to sound a little bit. Like I, I a hear war. what you're saying. They're doing that like. That group Latin, sound, Cuban kind of sound. That's going on all there. just like kind of shout singing together. Yeah, that's a big war thing. In like a Latin Cuban even thing's a big war. Kind of Santana. Oh yeah, yeah. Como va. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's it's a song that I'm also not mad at. No, it's I don't. Just, I'm not like I hate this or anything. So earlier when I said this song, remember I don't remember what song it was, but I was like, when you think of this album, this is uh, the the bump. Okay, yeah. It's like the bump, but even less than the bump. Yeah, like the, I'd rather listen to the bump than oh, this. Oh, for sure. The the bump also has a little higher of an higher energy, and this is more it's mellow. Got, I mean, this has got a high tempo, but it does. But it's, it's also thin sounding. It is, and it, it doesn't have that big bass thing going on, which is probably more horns. Paying more attention to like it's actually like a grand piano sound instead of like a clavinet sound going on. I wonder who wrote this. Oh, this is a Lionel if I've ever heard. This one. is definitely more of a snoozer if you would ask me. So this says the song was written by Pam Sawyer and Gloria Jones, two women who don't know what they're doing because uh, what Michelle? I didn't say women don't know what they're doing. I think these women 
didn't do a great job. They're just, they they produced it and they wrote it. So the Commodores don't have any credits on this song other than singing sounds it. Sounds like a filler song to me. It does. That Yeah, it sounds like it was nothing that they had any creative input on. So uh, I think it feels the least like them. It feels just it does kind feel of like a like thrown together song. I wouldn't call that a true funk song. No, it just kind you know of exists. I mean? yeah. uh, it's in the funk world, but it feels more like Cuban Latin to me. It doesn't feel... doesn't feel like Commodores. It doesn't feel like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like... So it does make me a little anxious to move along to the next song just because I'm... It leaves me feel like I'm missing something after that last song. So okay. let's move along to Gonna Blow Your Mind. Which Love the I guitar at the beginning of this. We're already getting back into some of that energy. I think we're being prepped up in the beginning. So smooth Still coming in mellow. with that fucking bass. But it has my attention. And I'm fully back on board. Oh, yeah. The voice is great. But that does, that's not Lionel Richie, right? No. Is that bad Absolutely Ronald? not. Did he ever run, take some vocals? And this was written by Walter Orange and Mr. Milan Williams. Walter Orange. Yeah. The bass is almost like a spacey sound. Killing it on this. Yeah, it does have some space. It's almost like well, the like lasery sound. You can hear it at the beginning. The guitar is very plucky sounding. Mm-hmm. And even the the clove is doing that like the clove. I'm gonna call it six different things every time I say it. <laughs> the clove, <laughs> like liar liar. The clove. The clove's gonna get you. <laughs> um, this whole song is just like. Everyone's on top of it. The drummer's fucking crushing it. The bass player is like all over the place. It's I love it when a bass player is all over the place, but it doesn't sound frantic. It just sounds smooth. But he's playing like sixteenth notes the whole fucking time. Whereas if it was metal, it would be sixteenth notes going thin and then. But you hear it as like. But this guy does sixteenth notes and you hear it as like. Some skill. It's very nice. I like this version of it. I would. It's so funky and groovy. I would love to have this drum tone. I know that's not the drums, but yeah. that's what I'm hearing. That snare is just so cracking, but it's not like I said earlier, like. Like in the 90s and the 2000s, people start to like ping sound to their snare drum. Where it's like, Pang. this has more like a boxy this sound. Like, yeah, it's like almost like they put a towel on it or something. So it's like, yeah, it's just like, sounds so good. It almost has more of like a Latin sound. Well, now. But... Oh, what is that? That thing? Yeah, what is that actually called? Uh, I don't remember, but Adam has one. It's like a thing on a ball that you go... I just don't know Let's the actual see. name. I'm going to type in instrument that goes... I'm putting kr as in K-R-K-R-K-R-K-R. Oh, I was thinking there'd be a an L in there. Damn it, it didn't work. Imagine that. Oh, do we have? I know that Motorhead used it a lot. 
on the Ace of Spades album. It gives you like a desert feel. Because it's like a rattlesnake sound. Let me see. Oh, put an instrument that sounds like a rattlesnake. No, I'm actually doing something else right now. No. Do what I asked you to do. Just let the people. Well, you can do that now. while I'm doing this. I'm no, just... one of us has to talk. Well, yeah, I I can talk. I'm currently look, trying to... Yeah, there's nothing specific about any of these. I mean, what? Um, it doesn't break down the actual songs and the production per song, like the personnel per song. Oh. So I assume it's just considered a, a percussion. Oh, yeah, percussion instrument. That's where instrument. the percussion comes in instead of the drums. So instrument that, that sounds, sounds like a rattlesnake. Like a rattlesnake. A vibra slap? I don't think that's yeah, right. Yeah, I think that's right. Donkey call, donkey rattle, chatterbox, rattle slap. Rattle slap. Also, maracas exist. This is not a clap, crap Crap claw maraca. Yeah, that's what it's called. Viper slap, is that what it was? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Does it look like a little ball on like a metal rod? Yes. Yeah, that's it. They're fun. Now, they get kind of annoying every once in a while. It sounds like a half regular half instrumental song. I just kind of let oh, it go. Yeah, this, for sure. It just jammed out on this song. This I bet this almost was a, six minutes long, too. I bet this was a big live jam song. Like, this is where everybody gets to kind of like solo on, you know? That makes sense. Get a saxophone solo, get a trumpet solo, whatever you need in there. Maybe even a sweet-ass bass solo, because obviously the guy's got the chops to pull off the fucking bass solo. Now, certain bass players, you don't say bass solo, too. No, no, no. No, 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 no. (laughs) This is also one where you could be like, yeah, it's fun, but you could have stopped about a minute and a half ago because it's just been going. Yeah, but I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. I'm okay with it. But I have skipped the end a few times. Ooh, I've not. I've just let it play every time. Well, when I thought we were going to record this at a different time, I really had to get a listen in. Mm. So I was like, I get the point. Look, I don't need the. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, when you're sick and. Well, the first time was just me not wanting to do it. I had a rough month. You have had a rough month. Uh, I'm finally better, but after, yeah, uh, having COVID and then. Getting sick because after Chris and Rachel left, I got like you went down. I went down, uh, and it was not good. And it was very like congested sinusy stuff, but it was also very flu like as well. And it was not a good time. And I'm <laughs> really fucking tired of being sick. So I've made some choices. I've I've actually not had soda in a while. I've been drinking. So much water. Good. I'm trying to uh, just be a little more careful. I've been too careless for a while. So just being a little more thoughtful about things isn't going to hurt. We have just a couple more songs. So we're going to move through this. These are two shorter songs. They're both under three minutes. Um, So it should be a pretty smooth sailing ending. Let's start this with There's a Song in My Heart. I don't remember this one at the moment. I 
don't either. I think I kind of dropped off near the end. But I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, this is totally fine, though. I was going to say, I remember not being like, oh, I wish this would just end. I never necessarily felt like that. But also kind of by this time, it's kind of like, okay, I get it. But I enjoy this. I agree. This is Lionel Richie, right? There's a song in my heart. Well, that sounds like a... Sounds like him singing. A song title by him. Um, yes, this is fully Lionel Richie. He was the only one who wrote this. Actually, he is the single songwriter on this and the last song. They're like, stick Lionel's song at the end. This isn't bad, though. No. It's just clearly not... A, it's not super strong. But they don't have any full-blown, like, snooze ballads or anything on this. That's why they're, they're coming out strong. Nice. They had it like a... It is a good, strong beginning. It's like Blood Zeppelin's first album. It's like, it seems more aggressive than the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Like, that is my favorite one, too. My first one. Followed by the third one. Really? Which has, like, Gallows Pole and stuff on it. I might be literally the order of the albums. Oh, really? Maybe. I don't, I don't know the albums that well. I'd have to, like... Look and figure it yeah, out. That's not the case for me because physical. In through the outdoors, not making it on that fucking list. I would say physical graffiti, which is a double disc, is probably number three really? for me. It's great. You know your Zeppelin. I do. They're easily one of my favorites. I love them very much. Oh, surprise, surprise! Led Zeppelin's some of my favorite bands. <laughs> and I know how to spell it correctly because it is a pet peeve of mine. I even saw it again recently where someone is like, my, one of my favorite bands is Led Zeppelin, but I can't spell the word Zeppelin. If they're going to be one of your favorite bands, then... Do they spell it how it's actually spelled or do they do some like band spelling that I never They don't noticed. put the second E in. They don't? No. So Z-E-P-P-L-I-N? If there are two Ps, sometimes there aren't even two Ps. People just are themselves? just guessing. Who actually does? What do they actually put? I mean, what's... Huh? What does Led Zeppelin actually write? Do they actually write it like the word Zeppelin? I don't know. I don't know. I guess I wasn't aware that there was a difference in spelling because it's not a word I've seen many times in, in my life. Yeah, the extra E. I thought you were saying Led Zeppelin themselves didn't put the E in. No, they do. Okay. Well, you keep saying they do. They the people. Okay, I was saying they the Led Zeppelin. <laughs> oh no, I thought we were talking about the people misspelling it. I thought gotcha. that was the well, point just, of yeah. the conversation. We have one more song. It is the another. The I other. will play it back, and you will see how I could easily have been confused because I'm me. <laughs> do you, are you trying to argue with me and make it weird for people, or do you want to just calm down for a second and get through this last song? Can I not? Can I have a, a third <sighs> option? You can uh, leave, and I'll finish this. Hmm. Tempting. Nah. All right, we have one more song. Like I said, it's the the final song, also written by Lionel Richie on this album. Here's Superman. This song. It's literally about Superman. <laughs> Is Lionel Richie just a big Superman fan? Because I'm Superman! That or he was just trying to capitalize on what was popular at the time. Christopher Reeves still had working legs. I don't think that uh, movie's not out yet. That came out in the 80s, baby. This is like Superman comic books. This is truly nerd shit. Or he's a Superman. I thought... I, didn't I, read, 
I'm gonna reread the lyrics because I swear I was reading it like, oh my god, this is literally about Superman. Well, I don't take no stuff. I'm jumping Jack Flash. The bad guys try to do me in, but I'm too smart for that. Faster than a speeding bullet, jump buildings in a single bound. Yeah, that's Known throughout shit. the country as the baddest, baddest man around. I'm Superman. Watch out for filthy McNasty. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I saw that. I looked up filthy McNasty to see if it was like a villain in the Superman world. It wasn't. He'll cross my lines from kryptonite to TNT. Yeah. He'll try to blow my mind. We're <laughs> talking about Superman. But I think there was a section of people that before like a bunch of comic books came out like Superman was your hero as a kid. You're like, oh, Superman can do anything. Whoa. He wasn't my hero. Well, you weren't of this age. There are people who like superhero stuff who are around our age. Yeah, but nobody says my favorite who superhero is Superman anymore. Actually, we didn't have a lot of that stuff. So, well, there were oh, Batman yeah, we movies. Did. We had a bunch. Well, we had a bunch of stuff that was in the underground in the actual comic books. Oh, but it wasn't. Yeah, but it like wasn't movie wise. Main. They were afraid to make comic book movies back in the day. I don't think they really could do them that well. The technology, like some of these storylines. Kind of force you to have CGI. Like, it all takes place in space with like demigod creatures. Like, what are you gonna do? We were we were all just Xena warrior princesses. <laughs> with featuring Bruce Campbell time to time. Oh man, I've read things about how Kevin Sorbo does not like Lucy Lawless. And he uh, he has talked shit about Xena many times because it was a spinoff what's from his, Hercules. Yeah, what's his problem with fucking Lucy Lawless? Uh, that they didn't do enough family values storylines. And wasn't Xena oh, like a lesbian? And he was really upset about that. She should be. I think she was. I think she may have been I hope or she something. Was. Uh, but I, I, this is based on reading it. I didn't watch it, so I don't know from personal experience if I'm yeah. wrong. Well, of uh, course she was. I'm That's wrong. how she worked that tongue so well. But she's not gay in real life. No, it's true. And there have been times where they have like responded to each other's tweets publicly, like, and people see it, and they're well, just, and she's just kind of like, "Fuck you and your closed-mindedness," and he's yeah. just like, "You are not a Christian you are woman." Not a God. I mean, we exactly. we did watch God's Not Dead, and it was bad. And I guess there's a God's Not Dead too. God even not deader is that what the subtitle is that movie was absolute garbage and not just those, because i don't believe but it was so uh, unrealistic all those fucking movies are just propaganda works. for some weird fucking thing uh-huh. and they make up things that aren't real like that fucking flag thing that one movie with the dukes of hazard guy in it yeah like, no little kid rides up on his bike and goes, take down your flag, old man. It's not July 4th anymore. You're having a fake argument in mm-hmm. your head. It doesn't exist. Yes. Nobody gives a fuck. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm right on board with what you're saying. We are finished with the album. We are officially at the point of the podcast where uh, we like to go over some of those things called questions. Time 
time I couldn't because it was the first word I used. My memory is poor. Question. the prettiest one of all time beautiful that's beautiful i'm stuck on a guitar <laughs> and i'm stuck in a closet vanna white i thought you were saying i'm stuck in guitar <laughs> but you don't make jokes like i do i try to make jokes that are funny i think that's the difference between you and i we can look back on podcasts and see that the guests that come around find me quite funny that's because they're all just trying to suck up to you. No, that's because they don't live with me and don't hear it all the time. Because <laughs> it doesn't stop here. Because it doesn't stop here. <laughs> all right. So why did uh, I choose this? It's because uh, it's just like anything else. We've been through so many different artists and albums. I'm now just to the point where I'm not necessarily focusing on specific albums because I don't have enough of them uh, that I think would work on this. But there are so many good songs by certain artists that I think that this is also a good opportunity for me to listen to albums. And I think that I've enjoyed some Commodore's songs so much that I think it's a good, strong artist to check out. I think it's not a common one that a lot of people are going to listen to. Uh, and they're not going to necessarily know what they're all about. So you are welcome. Uh, I'm going to bring this up too. I thought like, just now thought about this as two white people who grew up in white town. We're also not going to be like, like, was a black family? Like, would this be way more in their vinyl collection than the Engelbert Humperdinck that was in our oh, record gross. collection? You uh, know what I mean? I get the Commodores for sure. Oh, I, yeah. Please give me Commodores <laughs> over Engelbert Humperdinck. For sure. What do I think you thought when I gave this to you? I thought that a lot... I thought there was just an indifference. You were like, okay, I don't think that you were excited or let down. You are just like, okay, we're going to listen to the Commodores. I didn't expect this necessarily. Uh, what was your judgment prior to actually listening? When you gave me Commodores to listen to, it was a initial, oh, easy peasy. And then that back of my mind, ooh, wait, how much of this is going to be ballad? Because like, that that was what it was. Like, ooh, yay. Ooh, better get ready. Could, it, could not be as good as I want it to be. Because, you know, sometimes you can put your All over the rock and roll cats were walking buddy. through. You know, sometimes the expectations can be higher or mm -hmm. different than what you expected like blind illusion i expected way more or less just didn't happen which made it worse for me i mean i wouldn't have been a big fan of the album anyway but like it brought it down a notch mm -hmm. and i was afraid that might could have happened with this surprisingly zero ballads right exactly yeah really surprising Please and thank you I i'm didn't not about that guy. um uh, only a few ballads have hit in my entire life like I know you love I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. Ugh. I know you're a big fan of that. But like Lucille by Zappa. I would consider that a ballad, but I, I, I'm into that. Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. You're a big fan of that one. It's not the worst thing in the world. Ooh, uh, handcuffs. Is that, a, is that a ballad? I, no. Okay. Absolutely not. Uh, let's get through these. <laughs> let's get through these questions. Cause I'm we in are love almost with a dead dog. Done. Is that a ballad? <laughs> uh, how many times did you listen to this? We were going to record this last weekend. It didn't happen. I personally had, I got my three in and then I listened again today just to refresh myself. So I got a strong four in. Do you know, Sam? Lost track. I definitely got my minimum and more. Cause like we're supposed 
supposed to be recording at certain points. So I was getting ready for it, and then we'd go a while, so I had to listen to it again. Lost track. So five, six. Wow. Okay. Uh, do it's you, easy to listen to. Do you know what your least favorite song is on this? I or if not, I can go first. Uh, you can I go will first. just go first. I'm gonna go ahead and say the zoo, the human zoo. I think it has a funny title. Uh, I think the beginning starts kind of goofy and silly. I think the song itself is uh, just. It ends up being just kind of a more can of a snooze more for of me. This? Put it in the middle. I don't remember this. Okay. So yeah, I just I feel like it doesn't pull me. It it just doesn't grab me like most of the songs do. Uh, so for me, it's I would consider it snooze central. Anything snooze for you? Central. Well, it's definitely not going to be the zoo, the human zoo, because that beginning fucking rules. Um, what's the song that is? The war-sounding song. Is that going to blow your mind or the assembly line? A lot. I couldn't remember. I told myself to remember, and then I, f- I fucking forgot Maybe going to gonna blow your mind? No. I think it's the assembly line. That's your least favorite? If that's the war-sounding one. The fact that you, I have to sample these songs for you. Yeah, this one. This is your least favorite. I think this is. It's the war sounding one. The one that was written by the two ladies. No, this is not written by the two ladies. Well, whatever the one written by two ladies, we can move on. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Was it? There's a song in my heart. No, that was written by Lionel Richie. No, he. Oh yeah, oh. it was. I don't know what's going on. Doesn't matter. Move on. I don't think it was the assembly line. Maybe it was going to blow your mind. The long song is what I think that you were talking about. Sure. But no, that that's no. fun. I don't know what's going on. Uh, most favorite song. Um, for me, I really love Machine Gun, but there's something that I got out of the song. I feel sanctified. Sanctified. Oh, yeah, that song rules. Um, I think by this song, I'm definitely like, okay, I'm really enjoying this album. This is the song that Wild Cherry covered that we listened to. Uh, I just enjoyed it. It is a groover and a mover. All right. Do you know what your favorite song is? My favorite song is Young Girls Are My Weakness. That's not true. I just wanted to say that to be funny. The best song here is Machine Gun, the very first fucking song. This song is a jammer. The called the clavy net. The clavy baby. The clavy. fucking rocking and rolling the whole time. It's refusing to play. There we go. There we go. Yeah. This sets the tone for the whole thing. It's a great song. Yeah. There you go. All right. A little taste. little taste. little taste. little taste. Uh, how old was I when I first started listening to this? Uh, I first started listening to, I would say, the Commodores. Because I can't judge this album. I just started listening to this. But I've been listening to Machine Gun. And I've been into the Commodores for about a decade, I would say. So late 20s. Uh, How did I originally feel about it? Uh, When I first heard this album, it was better than I expected it to be. Didn't really have too many. I think everything has lower points. But Mm -hmm. nothing really dipped. No, I agree. 
Uh, would I recommend this? Honestly, yeah. I, this hey. this album surprised me. It's better than I expected. I think it's a jammer, even if you just want something to kind of have. If someone's just like, hey, we're hanging out. What's something well, can I can put, put on the on? background? Yeah, yeah. This album is fun. Yeah. You don't really have to listen. We can talk over it. Yeah. But it's good. It's good background. It's good background. Yeah. Um, rating this, uh, it's going to be your go after you tell us. Are you going to listen to this again, Sam? I probably won't, but that's not because I didn't like it. It's just music like this really doesn't make it into me listening to it on my own. Now, you played around me, fucking no problem. I'll get down, baby. But it's like, I don't really listen to Parliament. I don't really listen to like anything that's not screaming to my ears. <laughs> well, then go ahead and rate it. Zero out of ten. Oliver, who just walked through here a little bit ago. Oh, the Rock and Roll Cast. I'll give this eight. Ooh, that's Oliver, pretty. the Rock and that's Roll That's higher cats. than I expected. This album... It just doesn't disappoint. Like it, it, it hit all the notches. Now it's not fantastic. It's not blowing my mind. It's not perfect. Yeah, but it hits all solid. the good notches. We're good to go. Yeah, yeah. I'm right there with you. I'm gonna say a solid eight. I do think Ball and Jack is better than this album. Yes, but this but is it's not far right behind. There. It's right there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, describe this album in one word. Hmm. Clavinet. Clove, god damn it. I'm gonna call your goddamn Vanette out. <laughs> um oh, she clove my Vanette. Uh, it's gone. I took it. Um, I'm gonna say groove. This album has such a good groove and it's pretty um consistent throughout the whole thing. Much more than I expected. Uh, we are finished with this album. We did it. We are done with that. Everyone else did it too. Short episode for you. A shorter one because I... Uh, she has a very few minutes to go and see what she wants to see. Yeah, there's something going to be on TV. It's it's about halfway through a game. <laughs> and uh, I want to make sure that I don't <laughs> miss it. So it's about halfway through and you you want to have the time I want to make it, it on time. So uh, this next one is an episode that we already recorded yesterday because it's a fun we're, one. we're out of order but yeah it is a fun one we have technically a stranger it's, <laughs> we've met him maybe kind of but we've we've intersected here and there it yes. is sam's first, first cousin, cousin once, once removed. removed um we're gonna have gus bus on yeah! so uh it's gonna be fun we're going to be listening to hurley by weezer yep he's so, so a surprising big weezer one. get ready he's a big you're, weezer you're fan. gonna find out some interesting stuff about his senses <laughs> yeah it was it was a fun one for sure it was unexpected <laughs> and he's 20 so it was like yeah. he's a kid it's our youngest like, guest like he could be our child and <laughs> he could be and it went much better than expected and we were we didn't know how it was gonna go but i i think you should tune in i do too and uh tune into whatever else you want to because we don't make these just for ourselves uh, so tell some other people if you want to. It sure does. Uh, that's why we should do more, like put out videos and be consistent with things. Um, but thanks again for listening. We yep. love you to those who have stuck with our on. bullshit. Yikes! You guys are fun. We appreciate you. Goodbye. Bye bye.